Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer who has helped hundreds of people get results over the last six years. I now run a small group personal training business, an online coaching business, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. Hopefully, we'll also have some laughs along the way. Right, let's get started straight away, going back to basics with a classic weight loss tip podcast episode. So this is something that I would have done on the very first few episodes, but I'm bringing it back because, okay, yep, we all know what we should and shouldn't do. We all know how to lose weight. And I say in every single episode, it is all about a calorie deficit and consistency, which sounds simple. And it is simple, but it's not easy. Actually losing weight is very very difficult so I am going to try and simplify it because it's only difficult if you struggle to stick to something and if you struggle to stick to something it's usually not the right process for you so it's not a problem with you it's nothing that you need to do differently it's the process that needs to change because so many times people will be so frustrated with themselves and assume that they are a failure and then they'll likely give up because they haven't been able to stick to something And it's not you that is the problem. It is the process that is why you can't stick to it. So I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to give you 10 tips, actually. 10 of my biggest weight loss tips of how to stay consistent and how to have a sustainable weight loss or a sustainable diet or how to get sustainable results. (laughs) It's very hard to say all of that. So first of all, what is a sustainable diet? So I think one of the things to think about here yeah okay it's really impressive to lose a lot of weight and anyone who has gone through a weight loss transformation good for them I think it's more impressive to lose less weight but maintain that if you can lose weight and keep it off that is more impressive than a massive weight loss transformation but you yo-yo so quite often you'll see people who do lose a lot of weight but then you might notice that their weight will fluctuate And maybe they gain weight again, maybe they lose weight, maybe they're always dieting and they never really break that cycle of dieting and not dieting. There's never a maintenance phase or just a a living phase. And that's ultimately, that is the point of a diet. A successful diet is one that you can have sustainable results and that you don't need to diet anymore. If you can change your lifestyle, that has been a successful diet. If you convince yourself that it's a successful diet because you lose 10 pounds in six weeks but then after that six weeks you gain 11 pounds that's not successful so yeah okay you might have lost weight for your bikini picture but then what happens after that if you gain that weight and more you're going to feel annoyed you're going to feel frustrated you're going to be right back where you started so you're not actually learning anything you're not being able to apply a sustainable process to your lifestyle And that is what we are going to try and do today. Okay, tip number one. First of all, you want to set something realistic for yourself. So quite a lot of people will come to me to say, okay, I've got a holiday in three weeks. What can I do? And I'm like, "Mm, not much. Like, okay, but actually you can still do a lot in three weeks. You can feel good. And I think a lot of the physical transformation or a lot of the overall transformation rather comes from 
being in a good mental place. So I think if you're in a good headspace, if you are proud that you've taken action, if you are already sleeping better and you're having better energy, that is very good. So yeah, there's something you can do in three weeks. But in terms of seeing results in three weeks, you're not likely to see a great deal. So if you are looking to achieve a goal, you need to set yourself a realistic time frame, And it needs to be a realistic goal as well. So there's no point thinking, okay, I need to lose 30 pounds as quick as possible. Just think about losing one pound because if you can lose one pound, you can lose two pounds. If you can lose two, you can lose three and so on. So if you jump straight in and say, I need to lose 30 pounds as quick as possible, you're probably going to get annoyed that you haven't lost that 30 pounds yet. And that's silly because no one can lose 30 pounds immediately. You can't just wake up the next day and be 30 pounds lighter. So you need to have a realistic goal. Thankfully, I am seeing more and more members joining me now with a long-term vision. So a lot of people lately, which I love, have been coming to me to say, do you know what? I want to move better in 10 years time. I want to be able to run around with my kids. And I love that because I love that people are thinking further down the line. It is a long-term thing. It is a process. But if you've got a realistic goal, yeah, okay, it might be a bit of time to commit to it. It might not be a quick thing, but it's not designed to be a quick thing. So if you can have that long-term goal, then that's amazing. But you need to have something that you can stick to as well. And this is why being able to commit to it and being able to see this as a long-term vision, it does mean it is important that you can have something that you can be consistent with. Because the reason that most people will give up well, the reason that people don't reach their goal, in fact, is because they give up too quick. That isn't necessarily someone's fault. This is likely because people don't have the right support and the right reassurance in place. And this is how coaching can help. But if those things are in place, when people want to give up, they're less likely to give up because it is it is tricky. It is hard to be able to stick to something and be consistent with it over and over again, especially if the results aren't happening straight away because as a general rule, we are mostly impatient people. And this isn't, again, isn't our fault. It's just something that we are programmed to want results. We want changes right away. So having somebody there to keep you accountable, to keep you on track, keep you supported is going to help with reaching that realistic goal. Okay. That is the longest tip. I'm not going to explain all of them in that amount of detail. Number two, is focus on a balanced diet. So instead of restricting entire food groups, so we see this a lot, people say, I'm gonna cut out carbs and that never does anything. We can never sustainably, sustainably? Be sustainable without carbs. We need carbs. You need to have carbs, fats, protein. You need a bit of sugar. You need a bit of everything. So if you can focus on opting for lean protein, whole grains, healthy fat, vegetables, fruit, the things that your body actually wants, as well as carbs, as well as fat, as well as everything, then you are much likely to be satisfied for longer, less likely to snack between meals. This is a a personal experiment I've been doing lately, is having more meals and less snacks. And I'm a massive snacker. I would never, ever give up snacks. And I've been eating less just because I don't feel the need to go for them. So I still have a snack, but I've not been eating as much because I'm actually getting everything I need and everything I want from my main meals. So it means I'm much less likely to to snack. If I do snack, I'm satisfied with a snack rather than overeating on the snacks. Which leads me to the next one, 
portion control. So this is another thing. And this is why I do think that tracking food is helpful because most people aren't aware of the portion sizes that they actually have. If you can be mindful of the portion size that you're eating, you're less likely to overeat. So you're going to avoid overeating if you can use smaller plates, if you can use the scales to measure out a portion size, if you're having a serving size from the recommended amount on the packaging. And then this is just going to help to be aware of what it is that you are consuming and also learn to listen to your body's hunger and fullness cues because if you've got a massive plate full of food, the chances are you'll finish it, you will eat it because it's there in front of you. If you had a smaller serving, you'd probably eat it and then maybe not think, okay, I need more. You also want to practice mindful eating. So this relates to things like being present when you eat. So there's so many people that will eat in front of the TV or eat on the go. How many people do you see kind of working through their lunch break and just working on the laptop, eating, and then you'll finish your meal but not really be aware that you've even eaten. So if you can slow down, think about what it is that you are eating, pay attention to the flavours, this is going to be another way to be able to recognise hunger and prevent mindless overeating. Another example is if you're watching Netflix or you're watching a film, for example, and you've got a bag of chocolate, it will disappear so quickly. If you're watching something, when you go to the cinema and you reach down and you think, oh, where's, where's my snacks gone? And you've eaten all of those snacks without really paying attention to what you've eaten. Every so often, this is fine. But if people are doing this on a daily basis, this is one of the things that is going to massively hinder your results. Another thing is staying hydrated. So water is essential for lots of different things, including weight management. So if you can stay hydrated, this is going to help optimize your metabolism. It's going to promote better digestion and it's going to help to curb unnecessary snacking. So this one isn't actually a massive influence on weight loss. And interesting for me to say this because I'm a personal trainer. So of course I should be advocating physical health and physical movement, which I am. But I do think for helping to lose weight in general, embracing regular physical activity is very helpful. If you can incorporate exercise into your routine, it is going to enhance your weight loss effort. It doesn't make a drastic impact because that phrase, you can't out-train a bad diet, is true. Weight loss is a result from an overall consistent approach with nutrition and with diet but also lifestyle in general but if you can engage in activities that you enjoy like dancing fitness sessions crossfit swimming whatever it might be and if you can find someone that you can enjoy that with so maybe find a fitness class to help you stay motivated stay accountable that is going to contribute to your weight management another important influence in your weight loss success is sleep So sleep can impact weight loss more than people realise. If you can prioritise quality sleep, this is going to allow your body to repair, it's going to allow hormones to regulate, it's going to help with appetite control as well. So the days when I get less sleep, I notice that my mood is different, but also my cravings are higher, sometimes I'm a bit more irritated, I'm likely to reach for something sweet because my sweet things are my go-to. So on the days when I don't get as much sleep, I'm much more aware of my hunger cues changing. I am a lot more likely to overeat after I've had a bad night's sleep. So that is something that's quite important to recognise. And it might not be something you can change straight away. You might not have much control over if you can change your sleep hygiene at the moment. But being aware of it can massively make an impact if you are trying to lose weight. 
Also stress, so similar, stress is going to trigger emotional eating. So it is going to disrupt your hormone balances. And if that's the case, it does make weight loss more challenging. So if you can incorporate stress management techniques, so things like meditation, things like yoga, maybe it is exercise that is your way of releasing stress or engaging in a hobby in general, this is another way that you can help your weight management. And then final two tips that I have already touched on during this episode. The one of them being seek support. So weight loss is tough. Any kind of journey that you want to improve your health, whether that is weight loss, whether it is strength improvements, any kind of fitness journey is very difficult. If you can have the support from somebody else, you're likely to achieve so much more. I see this so much in the small group personal training. So at pod, people achieve so much more with other people because they've got the connection, the community, the commitment, the accountability. It's not just them turning up for themselves. They turn up to the sessions for other people as well. So if you can connect with other people who have got a similar goal and they are going through the similar journey or a coach that can guide you through the process, someone that you can trust, someone that you can offload to, you are far more likely to be able to be consistent and reach the goal. Which brings me to the last point about consistency. So remember that sustainable weight loss is a long-term commitment. If you can stay consistent with your healthy habits, even if progress seems slow, so even if you don't really feel like you are making progress, and this was something I was talking to someone about yesterday, actually, you don't realize the progress that you've made until you take a minute to look back and think, oh, wow, do you remember three months ago or six months ago when I said I couldn't wait to be in a place where I've achieved xyz and sometimes you don't realize that actually you are right where you wanted to be so right now you are in the moment of where you wanted to be when there was a time when you you wished you could achieve something and maybe you've already done that so it is about committing to the process even when the process is going to take a long time And this does mean there'll be setbacks. So you have to embrace the setbacks and the learning opportunities, celebrate every achievement along the way and be in it for the long term. Just make that commitment to say, okay, I will achieve this. And actually that is an interesting one. Bonus point, if you change the language, change the way that you frame things, rather than saying, I wish I could achieve this or I want to achieve this, make out as if you already have make out as if that's already your achievement you've already made it and if you tell yourself that you are going to achieve it you are more likely to achieve it thanks for all of your support and feedback on this podcast if you find these episodes helpful please share them with a friend or leave a rating so that other people can find them too if you need any support with anything that i mentioned on these episodes please feel free to get in touch you can also find me on instagram at underscore chloe longstaff Tag me if you do share this on Instagram because I love knowing if this content has been helpful. If you'd like to find out more about personal training, you can find my personal training business online at podpersonaltraining.com. You can also find us on Instagram. We are at pod underscore personal underscore training and we'd love to hear from you.